Hi all, this is RV Empath and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, RV Empath for the Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It is January 7th, 2021 and how are you doing? There's a lot going on. You don't need me to tell you that and it kind of makes sense to me because yesterday I was talking about Mars a lot and having this feeling of like extra energy and you know I'm pretty much starting off the podcast talking about astrological aspects and energies that are happening but I did read and listen to astrology uh, videos and astrologers who were kind of saying that this new moon in Capricorn on the 13th is pretty intense. So it's like there are some last gasps of 2020 and different sort of energetic uh, muck and yuck that has to be cleared out and or, um, you know, properly dealt with somehow. But I do think that 2021 will lighten up and many others are kind of seeing that as well. Although, there, um, when we get to the astrological portion of the podcast, I hope to look ahead over the year because, you know, like any year, it's going to have stuff. And I think there's still a few intense aspects happening when it comes to Pluto. There's some kind of triple conjunction coming up too. But as far as I could tell, that looked like it was pretty good because Jupiter's in the mix. Um, but let's see, um, 2021 important uh, planetary aspects. Okay, so I just typed that into Google. It's ready to go when I start the astrological portion of the podcast because I do want to look over 2021 as a whole. It's not going to be, you know, how, what am I trying to say? Just have realistic expectations, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, But there is still stuff to heal and to work on and to move forward with. Absolutely. It's not like, oh, 2021, we can all put our feet up now and have the pina colada and, you know, um, sit on the chaise lounge by the pool. No, no, we're not there yet. (laughs) But it is kind of nice to get there on an inner um, way, right? On an energetically, on an inner level, sort of always be kind of kicking back by the pool with a pina colada. Non-alcoholic for me. Um, but see, that is the importance of being able to find ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Because it's, it's the ability to sort of kick back in our heads and just let the muck and yuck and stress kind of fall away or breathe and clear everything out to the point where we can see a solution, a healthy solution for everyone, all involved. Um, and that is what is so great about being able to clear out our minds and heal ourselves on the inner Otherwise, what you see is um, you see people who fly off the handle, have temper tantrums, um, 
have violent outbursts. I mean, all of that are people who do not handle their muck and yuck well at all. And they're immature babies, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I mean, when I see people like lose their shit in terms of emotions and how they act and, and everything, it just makes me think of a, a baby in a diaper. They don't know how to properly clean up their own crap. And so they, f- they instead, you know, poop themselves or they uh, fling their feces all around and it affects like everyone around them, right? And so it's a poopy baby crying, making a big scene. That's kind of what it feels like to me. That's not to say that one isn't hurt and angry and everything else, but handling it in like a way where you try to find the healthiest way through is, to me, that is maturity. That is at least on the road toward some kind of health, wealth, and happiness and wholeness. Is It's all kind of grounded in what is the best solution um, forward you know, for uh, myself and all. I think it's, it is super important to include actions and energies that also benefit everything around you and not just you. Because if it, if it's just the best solution forward for me, 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 yeah, oh, God, that energy feels like horrible. Because, you know, we are as humans, we do get negatively affected by power, that feeling of power and ego and, um, you know, lust and narcissism. And we can be overwhelmed with that. That's why, uh, that's why we have religion and uh, spiritual ways of being to help to help us balance out when it comes to those intense negative human experiences. So what what am I trying to say? (laughs) I don't know. I totally lost the thread of what I was trying to say there. But like, I just know I was talking about balancing out um, that feeling of power which is very, that's very Scorpio, very Pluto, power, manipulation, control issues. Um, Oh, yeah, wanting to find a solution that is for not only the highest good for ourselves, but the highest good for all, because that's just the, the highest good for all is the highest good for ourselves. There isn't like there has to be a balance uh, between us and our environment for it to be truly the highest good. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm tripping over myself in words and philosophical ideas but at any rate let us move to the astrology portion let's go ahead and do that it is the seventh we have mercury semi-sextile venus Um, mercury is the mind how we communicate what we learn that is in capricorn it's in the last um minute of Capricorn so planets before they switch signs they uh, usually it's felt a little more strongly I believe 
So it's moving into Aquarius um, tomorrow. Mercury is. So we've got Mercury feeling kind of strong, semi-sextile, which is a positive aspect that points to us as individuals using our known skills to move ahead somehow. And it's semi-sextile with Venus. Venus is a beautiful energy of harmony, social graces, justice. Um, Also self-worth, finances, values, morals, even. That's in Sagittarius, which is very open-minded, new horizons. Um, That has to do with legal issues. So Venus, which can point to legal you know, justice um, is in Sagittarius, which is can be about legal issues. Isn't that interesting? And yeah, there's a lot of that playing out right now, <laughs> for sure. Um, what else? Sagittarius is just very kind of like, um, you know, it's about our beliefs as well, but it's about being open to new experiences. <sighs> All right. The eighth, looking ahead, uh, Mercury enters Aquarius, Venus enters Capricorn. Now, Venus is also in the last minute of Sagittarius. So both Mercury and Venus are pretty strong right now before they switch into these new signs. Venus entering Capricorn is awesome because Capricorn is that big... Uh, you know, authority figure, um, uh, overcoming obstacles, uh, restriction, climbing the the mountain, you know, the real nose to the grindstone kind of stuff. That is what that, the huge Pluto, Pluto, Saturn, whatever the heck, stellium that was going on in Capricorn all of 2020. I mean, Capricorn is the... um, authority figures large and small which includes you know government and and stuff and our how we relate to authority in our lives and how it's all structured and that kind of stuff so that's definitely going on um but having venus in there is what i am celebrating because venus is like who you know beautiful energy so that's great um and we can start healing stuff that needs to be healed. Now, Mercury is square Mars, also tomorrow. Squares are frustrating or stressful aspects and energies. Mars is about passion and aggression. We've been seeing a lot of Mars energy happening right now. The good news is that um, Mercury is now in Aquarius, which is about innovation, humanitarianism, um, kind of loftier, higher perspectives on things. And Mars is in Taurus. Mars entered Taurus yesterday. So um, The fact that Mercury is in Aquarius, newly in Aquarius, that just feels 
that feels good to me. I prefer Mercury in Aquarius than in Capricorn. And I think that's going to lighten the energy of that square. On the 9th, we have Venus square Mars. I will talk about this a little more tomorrow, hopefully. That is happening over the weekend. It's happening on Saturday. So of course that is a good thing because trines are very harmonious and easy flowing positive energies. Having Venus be in trine with Mars, so it's you know, the planet of love and beauty and social graces in good energy with Mars, which is the god of war and um, uh, it can be about passion, but also aggression. We, you know, having good energy happening between those two is good because that helps heal. Definitely. Um, and then Mercury is going to be conjunct Saturn in Aquarius on the 9th as well. So both of those energies can be very useful in terms of positive um, results because the, the Mercury is about our mind and how we communicate, what we learn, and having it conjunct Saturn is about our work, work, work ethic, again, relationship to authority, um, again, um, overcoming restrictions and obstacles. But having it in Aquarius is so, so, so important because Aquarius is like a breath of fresh air. It's seeing things with a different viewpoint. It's um, things working out in like new ways that we haven't come up with before. So that square is surrounded by positive energy is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, Venus is in Capricorn. The sun is sextile Neptune, which I hadn't even talked about. And then on one side and on the other side, Venus trine Mars and Mercury conjunct Saturn. So in Aquarius. So, um, there's a lot of Aquarius energy backing this up. We got Venus energy um, also there to help heal stuff. Stay open. Definitely stay calm. However, it works for you. Work on it and um, work on de-stressing because it's a health issue nowadays. It always has been, but now I think certainly we're in a time where de-stressing is perhaps more of a necessity than it has been before. But you know, whatever, life has been tough. <laughs> like, always, I mean, um, throughout time. But you know, with the with the internet is a relatively new thing. I mean, I think it's only really been around for like 20 years. So that's a new aspect that, you know, humankind hasn't dealt with before. So I hope we deal with that as best we can. It's really important to monitor what you're reading, what you watch, even when it comes, what you listen to, even when it comes to music. Sometimes I'll listen to a song that I think is kick-ass. I love it. And, and then when it gets stuck in my head and I really listen to the lyrics, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Ugh. 
I don't want to be repeating this in my head because obviously if we have something going on over and over and over in our heads it's almost like we're getting hypnotized or we're brainwashing ourselves or whatever but that happens you got to be conscious of what is going on in your head what are you focusing on what are your thoughts how do you choose to think because that affects how you feel so making decisions about how you want to feel and then making decisions and how you want to live and move forward in living our best lives into um, and into our best selves or vice versa. I mean, that is it, peeps, right? Being happy. And that's what it's all about. So keep on keeping on. Um, there was something I wanted to... Oh, yeah. Here we go. 2021, important planetary aspects. Because I don't want people to be all bummed out like, oh, 2021 is going to suck just as much as 2020 um i don't think that will be the case so the big event of 2021 is going i'm just saying you know reading the first thing that pops up when i google is going to be saturn in aquarius squaring uranus and taurus um okay so, it's a major planetary aspect that occurs every 14 years. And I think the first time that happens is maybe next month. It might happen a few times. I don't know. But yeah, Saturn is all about boundaries, hard work, restriction. Um, and Uranus is the planet of enlightenment. It's almost like the tower kind of energy like a lightning bolt it can be sudden change but it's also you know freedom it rules Aquarius actually um, very punk rock okay so let's see there will be three direct squares between starting in February and um, going on to December so the whole year, starting next month, there'll be three uh, direct squares between Saturn and Uranus. Interesting. Hmm. Um, all right. So, you know, change. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, it's important to frame it in uh, as realistic a way as possible. So... Um, just kind of stay open. Stay open to how the future is going to be, definitely. And think, try to think positively. I always feel, hey, we don't really know, right? We haven't lived into the future yet, but why not try to look forward with some kind of hope or, um, you know, praying, intending for the best to come uh, from the situation. And from whatever situation we're faced with in life you know and um stay hopeful to good stuff coming to be however it, it comes to be um because sometimes things can be like super hard and it seems like it's awful and it actually gets us to a really good place so i don't know you know life is mysterious <laughs> um but why not think 
more positively is what I'm saying because I have lived a life of misery it's not fun so I would you know having lived through both experiences I far prefer trying to um, see the silver lining trying to find the light in a situation trying to learn and grow and um, connecting with God universal energy God being shorthand for good and moving forward in the best way I can for my highest good and the highest good of all freaking beats everything else that I've gone through personally I mean if if it's the best healthiest whole happiest way that I that I found and we're talking healthy peeps there are people who they experience life through a lens of you know that feeling of power it's freaking unbelievable and people feel that and they want more of it talk about I mean that's got to be the biggest drug there is I think whatever chemicals it releases in the body and people think that that's happiness you know and a lot of these people you can get it through wealth you can get it through beauty um, you get it through um, I don't know charm like social manipulation but when when people experience it I think they mislabel it as happiness that's see that's one of the things <laughs> that's one of the pitfalls to look out for when it comes to humanity I mean this is a, these are religious um, teachings and spiritual wisdoms it points to that this kind of stuff right anyway so um yeah let's move on <laughs> but before i move on to guidance cards let me just wrap up somehow stay hopeful about 2021 i guess that's what i'm trying to say and um we'll stay on our our paths our healing journeys as we move forward okay all right Do, do, do. Uh, I'm going to now shuffle the deck. Um, Blessing ground it. It's the Osho Zentero in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. And take a moment to clear your mind or do some conscious breathing. That's really important nowadays. So be meditative. Take some time every day to do this and to calm down also there's a lot to get upset about anyone any singular individual person has their pick of things to choose from to get upset about the, the key is to kind of uh, calm down and focus still continue focusing on our own healing like not to turn it outward but to always always kind of relate to everything in life through our inner experience of healing okay uh, I will be back shortly thank you
All right, I'm back. Um, so, guidance card or cards for listeners. Um, just general insight into what to keep focusing on to heal as we move forward. Do, do, do. And I don't think people question themselves enough. I always question myself, you know, am I seeing this correctly? But I learned how to do that because um, there were several times in my life where I was convinced, absolutely convinced of something, and it was not true. It was not happening the way that I thought it was happening. It was not happening the way that my eyes said it was happening. Um, so... I think right now we're in a time where life, I, perhaps it's always been this way, but you know, what we think and how we feel is going to project onto stuff and things kind of, we see things that aren't necessarily there. I mean, there are lots of example, examples that have been happening, um, but so it's tough because it, it, uh, it's something to ponder because when, hmm, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what, what else to say when it comes to this, but I think just as an individual, it's always a good idea to just take the consideration that perhaps things are being misinterpreted by us as individuals. And to take the time to kind of look at things from different angles. I think that's always important. It's called critical thinking, or at least it falls into the category of critical thinking. Now, that's all I want to say to that for now. One card did flip over. It's the Eight of Pentacles. Ordinariness. Yes, ordinariness. Oh, my word. Doesn't that sound refreshing? It features a woman walking through like a gorgeous pasture blooming flowering trees flowers on the ground green rolling hills some beautiful rocks it's like she's she's just walking through this beautiful place of nature um, beauty healing she's gathering flowers in like a wooden basket and she even she even made herself like a flower crown that is going around the brim of her sun sun hat and it's just yay you know a woman's (laughs) walking through a beautiful pasture gathering flowers that sounds so yummy ordinariness ordinary goodness ordinary health ordinary beauty Mm, yum so it also points to places that we work really hard in our life to master some sort of talent or skill. We get really good at something or we keep working on something. If, if we keep working on something long enough, then of course we're going to get good at it to a certain degree. Even if, I don't know, guitar, learning guitar is popping into my head. If you keep working at it, even if you don't say you're not naturally 
good at the guitar, although a lot of people are. It can, I've been told, it can be a pretty easy instrument to learn. But say you dedicate to yourself to it and you don't, it seems as though you're not naturally inclined, you know. You're still getting good at something, whether it's just a strengthening of self-discipline, whether it's um, learning that lesson of what you're actually good at and what you're not, uh, whether it's uh, you're developing uh, hand dexterity so that the next instrument you move on to will be one in which you bloom. Who knows? But so there's always good, good things to come of working hard at something over time, you know? You get that flower bounty. I mean, this woman is just gathering gorgeous blossoms in her in the basket, right? So Yeah, we that comes from our energy. Our energy. The analogy of our energy can be flowers or crops that we grow. Our life is our garden. What are you growing? Okay. The judgment card just flipped out, number 20 in the Major Arcana. It's called Beyond Illusion. It's a very meditative card. It features a butterfly over like a meditating face. The third eye chakra is also really um, enhanced. There's outer space. There's um, healing light, lots of color. So, judgment. This card can be a clean slate, a new beginning. It can be um, sins being absolved, like a fresh, a fresh page, finding our vocation in life, um, achieving self-forgiveness and forgiving others. Remember Ho'oponopono, Hawaiian prayer forgiveness. Now, underneath that, there's the hermit, yay, uh, titled Aloneness. The hermit is all about going within and seeking the light of the star, which is God's blessings, uh, connecting with God, universal energy, um, seeing and experiencing the blessings that are in our lives, and um you know, really grounding, going within to heal and really strengthening that connection with the divine God energy. Absolutely. Gosh, okay, we have ordinariness beyond illusion, aloneness. Okay. <laughs> it's also kind of telling me, you know, see, don't get too you know twisted about things happening right now in the larger world um, it can just be kind of I don't know um, see see beyond it right see beyond it focus on the light of the star focus on continuing our work, whatever that may be, working on ourselves. Ooh. 
We have the King of Cups healing. We have the Emperor, the Rebel. We have the Knight of Swords fighting. We have the Five of Wands, Totality, and the Two of Swords, Schizophrenia. Wow. Okay. So, to deal with these energies, the Knight of Swords, now remember, that can also be, that's change. And Swords is all about ideas and our mind. So it can be like new ways of thinking. But in the Osho Zen, it features a knight with um, like rusted armor and it's all sharp and his fists are clenched and <clears throat> he's, he's clearly angry and it's titled Fighting. So we definitely want to sink into that King of Cups energy, healing 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 anger means there's something to heal research find new ways of healing move forward with it stay open do energy work look into chakras everything Find what works for you. That should also help with the Five of Wands, Totality, and the Two of Swords, Schizophrenia. The Five of Wands is a very chaotic inner energy. It reminds me that it's important to stay focused on what you are working on currently, whatever it is. And just focus on one thing at a time one movement at a time and give yourself to it totally two of swords is making decisions making sure that we take off our inner blindfold knowing that we're supported with god universal energy connecting to god universal energy um, but making certain choices that perhaps we've been avoiding Let's see what else. But that <clears throat> also can bring us around to being the emperor in our own lives. Breaking through those chains. Lighting the torch of truth and inner light. <clears throat> Any final cards? I don't know what else there is to say. <coughs> the Emperor energy is very large and in charge. All the colors of the rainbow, the sun, an eagle friend. It's just, it's all the uh, energies of the kings. It's really feeling beyond good in life. Like two of pentacles, moment to moment. Exactly. Moment to moment. Make a choice of how you want to feel. 
Make a choice of doing away with chaotic energy. Take some time to breathe. Take some time to chill out. Take some time to drink some water. Stretch. Take a walk. Whatever. Those are the choices that we make. Moment to moment. How we live our days is how we live our lives. And how you balance everything in your day. That that can help deal with these chaotic energies. Focus on the energy of King of Cups, healing, and uh, the Emperor, the Rebel. You know, <clears throat> I think I'm going to look up the Rebel in the book, the Osho Zentero. I don't normally reference the book, but here we go. The powerful and authoritative figure in this card is clearly the master of his own destiny. On his shoulder is an emblem of the sun, and the torch he holds in his right hand symbolizes the light of his own hard-won truth. Whether he is wealthy or poor, the rebel is really an emperor because he has broken the chains of society's repressive conditioning and opinions. He's formed himself by embracing all the colors of the rainbow, emerging from the dark and, for and formless roots of his unconscious past and growing wings to fly into the sky. His very way of being is rebellious, not because he is fighting against anybody or anything, but because he has discovered his own true nature and is determined to live in accordance with it. The eagle is his spirit animal, a messenger between earth and sky. The rebel challenges us to be courageous enough to take responsibility for who we are and to live our truth. Mm. Okay. Like I said, large and in charge. The, um, the page of pentacles is on the bottom. Adventure, that's the little child walking into the rainbow light out in like a beautiful forest. I mean, this, this nature scene reminds me of the same nature scene that I see in the eight of pentacles card. The ordinariness card. In a way. Uh... Underneath that is the world card, completion. Absolutely. Um, starting a new cycle. Queen of Cups, underneath that, receptivity. Underneath that, page of wands, playfulness. Underneath that, temperance, integration. Underneath that, um, the hanged man, new vision. And then there's nine of wands uh, reversed. So yeah, we're all, you know, tired. We're all like feeling a little wounded, but reversing, see, we're getting through it. We're getting through it. And all of these energies are supporting us to get through it. Um, going within, ha paying attention to epiphanies, having new visions and coming out of our limbo state to move forward, healing patience um, temperance is about it ha also has angelic energy to it like angelic guidance um, 
playfulness yes like really paying attention to that inner child within because we have that inner child within us our whole lives queen of cups so there's divine counterparts here receptivity we have to be able to see it to receive the blessings look for the good completion world card yes whole new cycle and then adventure our inner child always looking for that happy adventure right these are beautiful energies and this is what we stay focused on this is what we look for as we keep moving forward and I hope that was helpful to you as always I want to thank you for all you are and do stay tuned for more look up astrology bear affirmation bear on Alexa through Amazon look up rvmpath.com lots of free uh, writings and different interesting articles and such there is free yourself from fear the fear rocks and how they can help on Amazon for $9.99 as always I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well Mwah.